right, let's open our Bibles. We're going to be in the book of Ephesians tonight. Uh, we'll start in Ephesians chapter number 1. Ephesians chapter number 1. And uh, we'll read our text out of chapter number 1. And uh, then we'll look at several places in the book of Ephesians. I'll refer to one place in the book of Acts. Uh, but I don't know that we'll take time to get there because I have much to get to uh, in the outline tonight. And so uh, we'll be in Ephesians chapter number 1. And tonight I'm going to speak on submission in the Lord. Submission in the Lord. How many of you are saved tonight? Let me see your hand. All right, if you're saved, uh, there we should be submitted to the Lord. What is it that does not want to be submitted to the Lord? Your flesh does not want to be submitted to the Lord. Do you know how to be happy in your Christian life? Be submitted to the Lord. The Christian who struggles, the Christian who has that inner fight is one who's not submitted. Uh, they have not submitted to the Lord, or perhaps they're submitted to their flesh. And so as we hit some reset buttons, if you will, as we uh, have gotten relocated in uh, serving the Lord and look forward to what God has uh, in the future in greater ways, uh, we need to all make sure that we are submitted. And I'm going to tell you tonight, I'm going to show you from the Bible how you can be submitted in the Lord. Ephesians chapter number 1, and we're going to read verse 15 down through verse number 17. And uh, before we do, let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for uh, loving us. We thank you for the Word of God. Uh, we thank you for the opportunity tonight to open the Bible and uh, learn from your Word. May uh, we look, uh, look at the subject of submission and uh, may we submit ourselves uh, to you. May we submit ourselves to the Word of God. May we realize it's something that we constantly have to do. But there is a key. I pray that we'll grab a hold of it, and uh, it'll help us become more like your son. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, we look at Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 15. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints... Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Uh, now I want you to look at verse number 15 again. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith, notice the next four words, in the Lord Jesus uh, of course, that is key. What is our salvation? How, how do we have salvation? In the Lord Jesus. Uh, if you're saved tonight, you're, that's the only way you can be saved is in the Lord Jesus. Anybody who's ever been saved was saved in the Lord Jesus. Anybody who will be saved is saved in the Lord Jesus. Because we are saved through the Lord Jesus... We can live in the Lord Jesus. That is the way we're supposed to live. Our salvation has conquered sin. Has conquered sin. Uh, can I help us all tonight? We are all sinners. Every single one of us are sinners. Every single one of us deserve to pay for our sins. But aren't you thankful for, for God who loves us? For the Lord Jesus Christ who is willing to come and pay for our sin debt 
on the cross of Calvary. And because of salvation through him, uh, we understand that we can overcome by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. But notice those words, in the Lord Jesus. Every one of us, are you here tonight? Should be submitted to him. Now, if we took a vote tonight, is that something that we would agree that we need to do? Perhaps all of us would say, Pastor, I agree. We need to submit to the Lord Jesus. Pastor, I want to submit to the Lord Jesus. But there's a key of how to submit to, the, to, the, to, to ourselves in the Lord, and that is to live in the Lord Jesus. I'm going to give you the outline, and, and I trust that this will uh, make sense to us because our flesh likes to run things. Um, that's why we are commanded to be submitted to the Spirit of God. Uh, we're to be filled with the Spirit of God. Uh, the Spirit of God should lead us, should guide us, should direct us. Uh, we don't always like that. But the key, we can live in the Lord Jesus. Let me give you number one, and, and I'll expand on it a little bit. Number one, uh, we have the submission of a way. Submission of a way. Now, how do we submit? We submit in the Lord Jesus. In the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 4 and 5, we have the conversion of Saul. Uh, Saul, uh, breathing out threatenings and persecuting the church and trying to destroy the church, uh, he met on that road to Damascus, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the, the, the Lord Jesus questioned him, addressed him, said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? In verse number 5, Saul replied, Who art thou, Lord? This church persecutor, this one who made it their mission to destroy God's people, met the Lord Jesus Christ, and upon meeting him, recognized him upon his conversion, addressed him as Lord. Don't miss this. Just as Saul was stopped in his way, remember when you got saved? You remember when you met the Lord Jesus and he stopped you in your way? Perhaps it was in a service on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night and, and you were convicted by the Holy Spirit of God and you had been living a life of self-sufficiency. You had been living a life just to please you and, and the Holy Spirit of God convicted you and you knew you needed a Savior. He stopped you in your way and you submitted to Him. Uh, you submitted to the realization and the need of a Savior. Number two, we'll move quickly tonight. We have the submission of our will. Do we realize, I think we do, that we are supposed to submit our will to God? Well, Pastor, I, this is what I want to do, or this is what I think should be done. We should be submitting our will to the Lord. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter number 2 and verse number 20. Yeah, let's look at verse 19. Uh, I like this passage. Let's go to verse 18. <clears throat> For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, 
Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Remember, it's all about the Lord Jesus. Verse 21, in whom? In whom? In the Lord Jesus, the chief cornerstone. All the building fitly framed together grow with unto an holy temple in the Lord, in the Lord, in whom you are also builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Because of the Lord Jesus, He's the foundation. He's the chief cornerstone. It's all about Him. It's because of Him uh, we submit our will and He makes everything fit. You can build a work for Him. A church can be uh, built by the submission of will. Read the book of Acts starting in verse number 1. And, and when you find a, a, that theme of in one accord, in one accord, in one accord, what is it? We're to submit our will to God. How many opinions do you think are in this building tonight? Don't just look around and count the ladies either. But the, how, how, how many opinions do you think are in here? There's a lot of opinions in here. There's a lot of viewpoints. We all see things, how? From our perspective. Now, we need to understand that because that's the only perspective we have. Now, where we get in trouble is one person has their perspective, another person has their perspective. That's why God says in order to put it all together where it fits, you need to see things from my perspective and submit our will to Him. So there must be a submission of will. We preach that to the teens. We preach that to the young people. Submit your will to God. You ever heard that? You awake over there? Submit your will to God. And they ought to submit their will to God. Live their life to please the Lord. But that's not just for children. That's not just for teenagers. That's for everyone to submit their will to God. Some of you, when you get, maybe you got saved as an adult, and you, got, you, you dedicated yourself to the Lord, and you said, I'm going to do the best I can to serve the Lord. I want to grow in my Christian life. I want to please and I want to honor Him with my actions, the way I live. I want to be in, I want to contribute to the house of God. I want to, I want to serve the Lord as I should as a Christian through uh, the house of God. You said, I'll submit my life to you. I'll submit my will to you. But long after you did that, you made a doctor's visit. God had in his will something for you. You can't take that back. I mean, you can, but it doesn't do you any good. We must submit our will to God. You know, sometimes you don't want to come to church. I got no response, no feedback on that. You're scared. Uh, you have to, what do you have to do? You have to submit your will to do what you're supposed to do. Uh, it, there was a study, a very extensive study done, that it came to a, a determination that in the 30 seconds after the alarm goes off in the morning, you can about talk yourself into anything. It's a different day. It's a different hour. You're a millionaire. You don't have to go to work. All those. You can talk yourself. Well, you have to do what you're supposed to do at a job, to do what you're supposed to do as, as a parent, as a spouse. You have to submit your will. Same is true with the things of God. Number three, I've got to hasten. We have a submission of our testimony. Ephesians chapter number four and verse 17. 
Ephesians 4.17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord. All right, how are we living? In the Lord. Testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. So if we're going to have a good testimony, we're going to testify. Isn't it wonderful to testify of the Lord? That's what, that's what witnessing is. It's, is you're, giving, you're testifying of the Lord Jesus. You're testifying of what he did in your own life. You're testifying of what, what he can do in, in, in that individual's life. You're testifying that he's the son of God. You're testifying of joy in your Christian life. Now, it's good that we testify verbally. It's good that we have an opportunity to testify we do so. But the scripture here is speaking of our walk, that our walk or what people see. We refer to it many times as our testimony. We should submit that. Let me just cut right to you because I've got uh, several more things to get to tonight in the outline. Uh, a lot of times we'll say, well, well, I, I just don't see it that way, Pastor. I don't see chapter and verse. And I think we all do by chapter and verse. But there's some things that God put in there, and, he, and, it, and, it, and it applies to our testimony. Don't, don't, you don't have to answer me out loud, but is a Christian supposed to have a good testimony? Absolutely. So if there's something that, an opportunity for you to participate in something, and it hurts your testimony, would this not cover that? Well, I just don't think there's anything we're not talking about. There are things that, as a Christian, we have, we, have to, we have to submit our testimony. We have to consider our testimony. When you go to work tomorrow, consider your testimony. We must, must, when you drive. Well, I'll move on there. Our, our flesh likes to justify our flesh, doesn't it? Well, they shouldn't be thinking that. Well, we do have a responsibility of testimony. We have to submit that. Uh, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be sad if we got to heaven and there was something we refused to submit? Or I know we don't have to get to heaven, but uh, in this life, something we refuse to submit that ended up being a stumbling block? somebody else just because we would not submit the will of our testimony Christian consider your uh, testimony uh, number four is found in Ephesians chapter number five we we have a submission of work you know the Christian life is supposed to be a life of work um, people in general are lazy. I just offended several of you. I said in general. We have that tendency, our flesh, we get weary, we get tired, we don't want to exert ourselves. We work a job from Monday through Friday. The boss continues to dump responsibilities on and he's unreasonable and you know, he just, uh, he, he doesn't want to hear all the complaining, and he just, 
says, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give you this and this and this to do. And, you know, that's just what I hear around the church offices. But that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. And, uh, but I need, and yes, I think you need to have a balance. I don't think you should work all week and then work all weekend in the church and neglect your responsibilities at home. I don't believe that. As a matter of fact, I will tell you, take care of your responsibilities as a husband. Take care of your responsibilities as a wife. Take care of your responsibilities uh, in the home with your family, with your children. But I'll also say, you might can turn off the television a little bit and still have time to do work for the Lord. But God intended for the, the life of the Christian to be one of work. I'm thankful for the many, many, many workers of the Emmanuel Baptist Church. And, and let me just say, just because you don't have the opportunity or the ability to work as some, to work, I'll just remind you, the hardest work you'll ever do as a Christian is in your prayer closet. That's labor. That's work. So let's not just categorize it as, as this or that. We all must submit in that area of work. Ephesians 5 and, um, I'm sorry, Ephesians 6, verse 21. But that ye also may know my affairs and how I do, Titius, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things. You sh that, but that ye also may know my affairs and how I do, the work. We ought to be workers. We ought to work for the Lord. Uh, how are you going to do that? You have to submit to do it. To be a Sunday school teacher, you have to commit. You have to submit. To be, many of you are here every single Saturday. You go out. That's work. You commit. You submit to do it. Uh, number five. Now we'll go to Ephesians chapter five and verse number eight. For you were sometimes darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Yeah, it's the submission of our walk. We talked about our testimony. But now we're talking about our walk. How are we to walk? We're to walk as children of light. Um, we should be different as Christians. We should speak kinder. We should be more gracious. We have a responsibility of a good testimony. Um, we have a we have to submit our walk. Walk as children of light. We need to get out of this mindset of how can I do less for God and flip it to how can I do more for God? Not how can I look less like a Christian, act less like a Christian, talk less like, like a Christian, but how can I do more in my walk? We need to walk as children of light. People ought to see you and know that you're a Christian. See, something is different. Uh, there's a public walk, what people see. We, we ought to walk. This ties in with our testimony. It's a public walk. Walk as a children of light, like a Christian. But there's also a private walk. Don't we all agree that we ought to be Christians in public? Well, maybe, well, well there's five of us, so that's good. We're, we're getting there. Oh, we know that. We know that. It ought to convict all of us. Have you ever gotten frustrated in public? Let me rephrase that. Have you ever been to Walmart? 
then you've been frustrated in public. Let me help you how to submit so you're not, that doesn't happen. Don't go. But we know, and many times we have an awareness when we leave the house. We have an awareness when we go to work. We have an awareness, maybe not always like we should. It's public. What about private? Do you realize that in private, when it's just you and God, there should still be a walk as a children of light? What, is, what do God's children do in private? We ought to be, as a, as a Christian should be, we ought to be. You know, I, I've discovered, in, in my, I've grown up in church, you know that. I've grown up in a pastor's home, you know that. I've been in the ministry over 20 years. My seventh year as pastor now, I, I've, I've been around people. I have a pretty good read on people, and, and uh, uh, we know what we're supposed to do. And I've learned, and this is how I pastor, I, 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 I push a lot Get in the Word of God. Let the Holy Spirit of God teach you and instruct you. And I've discovered there's a lot I don't have to say because the Holy Spirit's better at saying it. And He'll talk to us about our public walk, but He'll talk to us about our private walk as well and how we're supposed to have a walk and a testimony as a Christian. We see number, what are we on? Six? We have a submission to the word. You know, I, I'm paraphrasing this, and it's not original with me, but it's certainly true. It's not the Bible we don't know or don't understand that we have a hard time with. It's the Bible we do know. Uh, I'm amazed, and, and we got to be very careful not to fall into this trap. There's some who always want to argue certain text and when we're not living other text why don't we live what we know let the Holy Spirit teach us that which we're trying to learn but if you know one verse of scripture live it practice it do you know how much one promise will sustain you forever? One. This book has more than one. But we have a responsibility to submit. We have a problem. Now, most of the time, you come to a Bible preaching church and people get upset. There's humanity involved. I know that. And just in some realm, just for illustration's sake, Maybe I would say something in a way that would you take the wrong way. Like I said, illustration's sake. Well, there's humanity in that, but you know what doesn't change? Is the Word of God. Now let me just squelch one, one, one argument real quick. It's like, well, the way that kind of preaching is, the way it is, that's just not... Well, okay, push the, as you say we should do, push the man aside. And let's just see how you line up with what the man's preaching. God will deal with the personality. Let's deal with the scripture. Let's deal with the text. We have to submit to the word of God. That's why it's important to know that you have it. It's hard to submit to something whether you, that you don't know if it's the authority or not. 
submit to the word. We must submit to the word. I, I, I believe in pa- what, what we refer to as pastoral authority. I believe in the leadership that God lays out. But if you submit to the word of God, do you realize your relationships will be okay? It's pretty simple. I submit to the word of God as the pastor. You submit to the word of God as a Christian, and we're submitting to the same book. Kids would get along with their parents better. Parents would get along with their kids better. If we were all submitting to the word of God, that's the goal. Number seven, submission in warfare. Ephesians chapter number six and verse number 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How are we to be strong? In the Lord. We... I was going to say we all fail in this. I'm assuming, and I'll just use myself. I know I have failed many times in this area. Spiritual warfare is real. Um, How many times when we have faced a personal battle, temptation, the devil comes, he parks on your shoulder, reminds you of your past reminds you of failures. Say, God, you're, God can't. I mean, just the warfare we have, the, the, how he tries to stop and derail. How many times have we, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it, there have been times in my own strength I've tried to combat the one who that book says I can't combat. Don't raise your hand, but how many of you have ever been discouraged? You weren't going to raise it anyway, but we all have. Is it because this Bible is less true? No. Many times it's because we try and, we try and approach it in our might, our understanding, our strength. You realize no matter who you are tonight, you have a limited amount of understanding. I would help, just with this point right here, I'd help a lot of you with some frustration. I just can't figure it out. Some things, you're just... You're not going to figure it out. I ought to be able to. No, it's not going to happen. Why? Because all of us, all of us have a limited amount of understanding. You know you have a limited amount of, limited amount of strength. Everybody in here, no matter how much you can go, 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 no matter how much you can carry, no matter how my shoulders are broad, I can, you have a limited amount of strength. So if we as a church are going to engage in spiritual warfare, uh, we can't do it in our might. Let me help you today. Have you prayed? How can you battle without the sword of the Spirit? How can you battle without the shield of faith? How can we battle without prayer? You know how many Christians are defeated? is because they're trying to fight a spiritual battle, a supernatural battle as a natural man with our flesh. Uh, that's why submission is so important. Uh, in, it, it be strong how? In the Lord. 
sometimes we get frustrated. Some of you, many, many times, members have come to me in different subjects and counseling, just frustration because I should be stronger than this. Well, you have. And sometimes I'll say, yeah, you should be. But no, that's rare. But sometimes it's, why, why do you say that? Anybody would react that way. It's not your, it's, it's man's weakness. It's flesh. So how do we get beyond that? In, in his might, in his power. How, how can you continue in a spiritual warfare? Because the Bible tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood. How can you continue without reading the word of God? I have to have the Bible. I have to. I'd quit. Pastor, you'd quit. Look around the room. This is a lot of response. I have to have it. When I, when I pray for, if I want my children to be shielded from this world. Understand something, mom and dad. The devil wants your kids. He wants your grandkids. Well, they're not, they're, they're not near me on the other side of the country. What can I do? You can battle in his might. Sometimes we'll face some things and we get the patent and answer. Well, read your Bible and pray. Pray. Go talk to the Lord. I don't want you to fix it. No, we must submit to God's plan. How are we going to do it in our flesh? We can't do it in our flesh. Our flesh will betray us. Well, I know in my heart, I don't think I need to remind you what the book of Jeremiah says about our heart. That's why we must submit to the word of God. Submit our will to him. Submission in the Lord. Uh, when you trusted Christ as your Savior, it was in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're going to live a victorious Christian life, it has to be in the Lord Jesus Christ. Too many Christians are walking in their flesh. If we're going to serve the Lord all of our days, isn't that what you want, to serve the Lord all our days? We have to submit to Him. Submission, submission, submission. You kids, you're going to submit to me. We have a heavenly Father that's saying, submit to me, submit to me, submit to me. That's where peace comes. That's where joy comes. That's where uh, happiness comes. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, we thank you.